wear your rock shirt day today. I am wearing it. See? Picard's uh, rocking it out, man. He's got the guitar going. Picard picking. Yeah, he is. Darmok and Jalad. Did he do a little That's bit? That's a hell of a tour, man. Can he do any Van Halen? Oh, yeah, he can. It's Picard. <laughs> Picard rocks. It's Mike and John. Got it going on. Mike Marino, John King, brought to you by our friends at Firehouse Doors. Lots to come today. We'll talk about the master plan. Yes, the master now. plan. Master plan. There's something about, I don't know that phrase. <laughs> master plan. It's like yeah. Master Cylinder. Wasn't yeah. that the bad guy on Felix the Cat? I think so. Boy, am I yeah. going back there. You are going back um, there. And it's a bag yeah. of tricks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are old. Welcome to two old guys do, in a basement. Do you basement. think they could do a cartoon yeah. these days with a bag of magic tricks? <laughs> I don't think so. What's in the bag? <laughs> don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> Uncle Bill joining us for School of the Fools today. Of course, our two-cent history lesson. Before we get in, and, and the trivia answer, too, which right. I, I don't think anybody got it right. We don't have a correct answer. No. We will give the correct answer. Yeah. Therefore, we will be right and be the masters of trivia. <laughs> That's our plan. The master plan. Our local news brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. All right, here's what's going on. There's just a little more than a week left on the job for Milford's longtime police chief. Chief Tom Lindbergh plans to step down June 30th after 10 years as Milford's top cop. He'll be replaced by Lieutenant Scott Tereshevitz, who originally joined the department in 1999. He served as a patrol officer until he was assigned to the detective. Active Bureau in 2004. In 2010, Tereshevitz was promoted to sergeant and began splitting assignments between supervising investigation and road patrol. He then became a lieutenant in 2018. Tereshevitz has also been active as a volunteer with Pigs for Wigs and Special Olympics. Lindbergh, who announced he was retiring earlier this spring, came to Milford as chief after spending 30 years with the Novi Police Department. He's been recognized for his efforts at reorganizing the Milford Department and stepping up investments in both equipment and personnel. Tereshevitz, meanwhile, is currently working on a master's degree in criminal justice leadership and intelligence at Madonna University. And Livingston County residents with children ages 8 and under are the target audience for a series of facilitated conversations around the protective factors to help keep families strong. Great Start Livingston is hosting a parent cafe series at the Fowlerville Library. It begins tonight. There will be follow-up meetings then on June 28th and July 5th. The conversations are held from 6 till 8 p.m. They include a free dinner with up to three participating families receiving a $10 gas gift card. Registration details and other information can be found at mikeandjohnpodcast.com. And that's what's going on. We have details there? We do. Concerning all these stories. Yes. 
Good work, buddy. They're there. Cooper and Binkley Jewelers bringing you this edition of Gigo News with John King. Of course, Cooper and Binkley Jewelers, downtown Brighton. <laughs> oh, you saluted yourself. <laughs> They're committed to customer service. <laughs> Stand up and take a bow. Thank you. Community <laughs> involvement, honesty, professionalism, and of course, beautiful, exquisite merchandise. See them today. Mark and Barb Binkley pride themselves on customer satisfaction. Offering a unique mix of exceptional quality jewelry and value in a warm, engaging environment. Stop by and see them. You can find Simon G. Designs, Simon Zagani, G. Custom Designs. Zagani. Those are CDs. Yeah. Check them out. Main <laughs> Street in downtown Brighton. Your and those are left. CDs that are valuable. Yes, they Not are. Not the CDs like I got on this rack back uh, here. You got, are, you got a couple nice ones in the rack. They ain't worth nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect... Gift and even one of a kind stuff. Same today. Yes. Cooper and Binkley Jewelers, unparalleled, exceptional jewelry experience in downtown Brighton. Our uh, trivia question last night: MNT. Nearly sixty percent of people do this. Will do this when they eat today on any given day. Sixty percent of people do this. Right. We had a lot of interesting answers. People, yeah. yeah, not the correct one, which we'll give the answer in a little bit. Not right. Not right now. Not this. Not, not this at this moment. particular moment. We will not. We're waiting for it. Yeah. It has to do with, uh, I guess, how you eat. How you consume your How food. you consume yes. the food. Yeah. yeah. So we'll get to that. And there, there, there was a lot of answers that pertain to that. Yeah. So we'll get to that in uh, just a few minutes. But I think we have to get into the master plan. It is master plan time. We're going to be talking to uh, Paul Montagno. Uh, he is working on the City of Howell's master plan. And uh, they are preparing that plan uh, to, you know, basically plan out. It's the master plan. Uh, how the city will develop. Not and a sub-master plan. No, you don't want a sub-master plan. <laughs> Semi-master uh, no, plan. No, you do not want one. Uh, you want the master plan. An idea. Yeah. <laughs> This is what we're so, talking about. Yeah. All right. So, so we're going to find out more. They have, they have a survey out for residents. And, a lot uh, goes into city planning, John. I, well, I know that. We should take a note yeah. from that. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. This is Paul. Hey, Paul. It's Mike and John from Mike and John Got It Going On. Thanks for joining us this morning. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. So, so tell us a little about the master plan and the survey and uh, where things are headed for Howell. Okay. Well, um, if, I don't know if you're aware but uh, a community is required uh, to have a, a comprehensive master plan and we're supposed to look at that every five years and so uh, the last one that uh, Howell did was in 2015 and the planning commission has looked at that but uh, um, over the last couple of years uh, they were looking at making some some minor changes tweaks around the edges but um, decided this year that there's kind of enough uh, new going on um, that it would be time to, to really take a deeper dive and, and, and dig into this plan and, and uh, really kind of do an overhaul. Yeah, so maybe maybe if you could, uh, like just what does the master plan encompass? What, what is it supposed to do and, and how, does it, how does it accomplish that? Sure. So uh, as I said, it's a, it's a comprehensive plan, so it really looks at everything in a community. Um, Originally, we kind of looked at these things as just uh, infrastructure and land use plans, but we've really gotten more sophisticated in our thinking to encompass a lot more of, of the community's elements, including uh, transportation, housing, economic development, um, and and then even in some more kind of like social aspects, how we interact with our with our community. You may know that Howell has a lot of. Uh, uh, 
civic activities. You know, there are tons of events that happen throughout the years. So we, we like to look at how the, the city, how the built infrastructure, um, and how these plans really interact and react with all these things. So um, it is, as I said, a, a comprehensive plan. It really tries to look at all elements of the community. And what we're doing right now is just kind of the beginning of this process. And it's, it's really a community-driven process. We want to know what the community wants. Um, and so the first step that we're taking is to do a community-wide survey. So we're reaching out to members of the community to ask, you know, what are your hopes and dreams? You know, what if if you looked into 20 years in the future, what would you like to see this community looking like? And, because you know, we may find that some people say we like it just the way it is. We don't want things to change. Um, but we also get a lot of great ideas and a lot of inspiration from the, the things that we hear from the community. Do, do you want to tell them what our idea was? Well, why don't you tell me, uh, and then I'll let him know. Well, somebody somebody had suggested a couple of statues of Mike oh, and John. That's true. Yeah. You know, maybe next to Zemp. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we. If you wanted to insert somebody that into the survey, that. I mean, that may show up it, in your survey results. Kind of like the Rocky statue you know, in Philadelphia, right, right. something like that. It's just an idea. We, we thought we'd drop that pin right now. Sure, you want those right downtown? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. Four corners would be perfect. Well, yeah, you know, you want them to be tourist attractions, obviously. Um, we don't have any specific questions about that, but there are some open-ended questions. Oh, well. So like an opportunity to write that. Like a write-in, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, we got the write-in. Has uh, I'm guessing maybe some, uh, is there anything as far as facades go for a, a certain look or those kind of things? Or, you know, yeah, I mean, how, how so unique? I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, how specific? does the master plan get? I mean, is it more like a zoning type of thing, or does it really get that specific to things like facades, like Mike was suggesting? So the master plan is really a policy document, so it talks about kind of the, the bigger ideas. It may suggest that the uh, facades of downtown businesses are really important to the look and feel of the community. And then ultimately what it does is it suggests uh, strategies or techniques that we can use to implement the elements of the plan. Um, so that may then translate into something that goes into the zoning ordinance that relates to facades. It may turn into a, you know, a, a design criteria uh, element in a, a zoning ordinance. So the, the master plan is really a policy document, and then there are other tools like the zoning ordinance that are, are the regulatory documents or the, or the rules that, that get put in place to implement that plan. So did, for example, did the public uh, restrooms, was that a part of something like this earlier on and it's just coming to fruition? Uh, so that wasn't a specific element of any plan, but it, it certainly relates to having healthy and safe places downtown to provide that environment for events and folks downtown. So right. uh, we can draw from the policies in the master plan to um, determine certain outcomes or certain uh, 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 activities or tools yeah. that we yeah. would put in place. So, so really, um, you know, you could look at the existing master plan and find support for something like that. That was not a specific plan. Though. Right, but like you said, it, it lays out the goal. So if your goal is to have a vibrant downtown with public events, then it goes to, as you sort of move, if that's your master plan goal, as you get into the specifics, you say, all right, specifically, if we want to have these downtown events and bring in, you know, uh, people to these events, hey, we, we, we're going to have to have some facilities. So you're right. It's a guiding document. And then these specific things that allow that to occur sort of follow in its wake. Yes, for sure. 
Look at you sounding like you know what you're well, talking about. Well, yeah, that was pretty good, Thank John. you. I think I deserve a statue, <laughs> frankly, very much. <laughs> you know, more, more. I really appreciate that insight. Uh, if you guys had the opportunity to take, sur- to, to take a survey no. on that? No, but we could. Uh, I, you, you know, know what? Maybe I, we should. Right. No, I, I, am, I am actually a Howell resident, so uh, I will be taking the survey. Yeah, and um, for, for folks who want to take the survey, don't know how to, how to uh, access, get access to that, how do they do it? Yeah, there's online, but you can also do paper copies, right? Yes, sir. So we have some paper copies at City Hall, but the easiest way to take it, and this thing takes about, uh, I think, 19 minutes is what the estimate says. No, no, hold on. I want to ask you about that. Minutes. 19 minutes. <laughs> so was there a timing thing? that would, like, It's very specific at a 19 A control minutes. group that sat yeah. down and all took it at the same time and you averaged it out? Well, we, we use a online tool to produce these uh, surveys, and it does an estimate for us. I see. It takes okay. a little bit longer, depending how, how much time you want to put into the open-ended questions. But, yeah, uh, yeah. If you just kind of breathe. Or if you're binge-watching a show while you're taking the survey, it might take a little <laughs> bit longer. <laughs> so there's a few ways to, to access this. Um, there is a flyer that's been circulated with a QR code on it and a link. Uh, that flyer is hanging up at City Hall. Um, you can also go to the website and right on the home page, there is a link to get there or you can navigate to the community development page and there's, there's a, a master plan page and, and that's where we're keeping all kind of updates throughout this process. Uh, we expect this process to go throughout the year. We will have other, uh, input opportunities. We're planning a, um, community wide open house or charrette, uh, to happen sometime in September, we think, um, so there will be a number of, of different opportunities to, to provide input. This survey is a great way just to, to get your initial kind of comments and thoughts out there. Uh, our goal is to get a thousand or about halfway there right now. So I would encourage everybody just take 15, 20 minutes and, and take that and give us your thoughts. Um, it would be really helpful. Um, we will also be out at uh, farmer's market this Sunday, uh, passing out that flyer and there'll be a little, raffle activity if you want to uh, put your name in the You know, chair. there's this event in Howell this weekend with balloons. Maybe you should just have them, like, throw the survey <laughs> out the of the survey. balloons <laughs> down at people. Just to... that, That's a great idea. Yeah. What, that, what, what's this event this weekend? Yeah, I think it's called uh, Balloon Fest. I, I could be wrong. I, Michigan Challenge. Something like Fest. that, yeah. It's it's just something a, pretty know. big from what we I mean, sure, some may say that's littering, but <laughs> I say it's just a way to make sure that people get the survey. It, it's like confetti. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a party. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, and, and when do you want, so when do you, what's the Does goal go to get the, the year, yeah, right? yeah, when's the master plan, what's the goal to have a new plan in place? Uh, toward, we, we would like to have this adopted uh, by the beginning of next year. Yeah, okay. so taking the information in by the, throughout the year and then uh, for 2023, having some type of assessment of this and putting it together. Okay. So the survey will be open for another couple weeks, so uh, I, I hope everybody will take the opportunity to take that. Um, and then, like I said, there, there will be other opportunities uh, throughout the year. The, the community open house will be a fun event. Um, and then, ultimately, this is a document that goes through the planning commission and right. then is uh, adopted by city council. So yeah. each of those um, uh public meetings uh, will have the opportunity for them to come in as well. So, yeah, and Paul, before we let you go, I wanted to ask you, I know you were involved in this, I'm pretty sure, uh, about the the new motorsports complex that's coming. Uh, We recently approved by by city council. uh, The 273-acre motorsports complex, 
you know, this was a long time coming to try and get that that land, which you know had some uh, you know some uh, contamination issues and and other zoning things. But it's land that had sat unused uh, largely, and and this complex that's now going to be coming in. Um, I mean, this is going to be a pretty dynamic addition for the city of Hull. It's pretty exciting. Uh, I'll just say there there was no contamination on this issue, on this site, but there there were a lot of other complicated issues. And yeah, I got to tell you, this is uh, it's a very unique uh, land use. Um, so we we've been working with the uh, with the folks who are trying to bring this to town over the last year here, um, and and I think it's going to be pretty exciting. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of folks who are interested in this, um, and. You know, I'm I'm excited to see them them get moving. Like I said, it's a it's a land use that I haven't seen before in any of the communities where I've worked. So uh, I think it'll be a real boon for for the uh, yeah. What's the uh, yeah, What's I mean, the uh, the expected open date? Kind of you know, at least a year or month or how far off are we are we from this actually coming to fruition and. Being uh, active and usable. Yeah, when do they want to have this like up and running? And this will be somewhat like the. Will this be similar to like the M1 course in Pontiac? Uh, it's a similar concept. Yeah. Yep. Um, but the uh, obviously the the land that they're developing this on is uh, is very uh, kind of unique and dynamic with with the woods. The the track will uh, meander through uh, the the woodlands and the and and that area. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, very cool. Um, you know, ideally, I think these guys would have liked, liked to have broken ground uh, last year, um, but but they're shooting for the the end of this year. Right. right. That way, so we just have to get an A team type van for us to take. The right. First right. Out. We're we're hoping to get our our Scooby Doo van <laughs> ready to go and then uh, be the pace car. The Mike and John mobile. Uh, yeah. And I and by the way, and I, and I want to say I didn't mean to suggest that contaminated land. That was my fault. That wrong. But there, there were some environmental concerns that obviously had to be incorporated into the plan and get that all settled. Uh, and so it was a complex plan. It wasn't just, hey, let's put that here. You know, there were a lot of factors that had to go into de- determining how exactly this was going to fit in and, and use that land properly. Um, Certainly. And like all developments, they've got to go through all the, uh, you know, environmental checks. They've right. got to get the approvals from outside agencies like the DEQ and the train office and MDOT. So, yeah, a uh, complicated project, but uh, these guys have been working diligently through it and, um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Right. And, and so to relate it back to, you know, the, the master plan discussion where we get. So something like this, I mean, so the previous master plan, does this sort of fit into maybe what the previous master or the current master plan maybe envisioned to try and find uses like this down the road? Maybe not specifically this, but things like this. Right, yeah. So there's there's got to be enough flexibility in the plan to allow for things that we may not have thought of before. But, uh, yeah, this area in, in the existing master plan uh, suggested various uses that we were able to recognize that this fit, fit the bill for. So, right. awesome. yeah, this is something that we, you know, when you look at a rezoning, you look at a development, the first thing that we're going to look to is the master plan and see if, it, if it's consistent with the, the city's policies and vision for the future. Well, pretty cool stuff. We're looking forward to uh, seeing that and uh, what the master plan uh, shows out over the uh, next few months. Uh, again, details are available on the uh, City of Howell website. And as you said, you're going to be at uh, the Farmer's Market handing out those surveys as well. Paul, thanks for joining us this morning. We appreciate it. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to talk to me. Thanks so much. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks a lot. Paul Montagno.
All right, it's uh, our, our trivia answer. Before we get to uh, School of the Fools with Uncle Bill, I want to remind folks our OG sponsor, Firehouse Doors. And you know what? Firehouse Doors is looking for some some qualified people. Yeah, they're, they, want, people. They, they want to expand yeah. their team. They're looking for a hardworking individual with a good mechanical aptitude, so we're out. Yep. Uh, but it's a full-time position, 40 to 50 hours a week, Monday through Friday, and starting pay is $20 an hour. And there's Wait a minute, for, wait a minute. Yeah. 20 bucks an hour? Yeah, now, now you're in, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a wrench. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, rapid advancement, uh, you know, as well. Uh, Firehouse Door is one of the most well-regarded small businesses in Livingston. County, and uh, they want to expand their team. And if you think that uh, you know, this might be something for you, give them a call, 810-599-7480, or you can email firehousedoor at yahoo.com, or again, you can text or call 810-599-7480, Firehouse Doors, expanding their team, and uh, you could be a part of that team. Um, and in fact, uh, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll conduct the interviews. No, I don't. No, I think I don't. they want people to know what they're doing well, conducting yeah, their it's, interviews. It's, it's just, you know. <clears throat> but if you or somebody you know is interested, give them a call today, 810-599-7480. So you don't think having us do the interviews is a selling point? Well, you're not that mechanically inclined. No. I'm a customer of Fire Yes, you are. And, and you that's what, because I know that, that I would rather that have them do that because I don't know. Exactly. I just push the button and it goes up and down. And Sometimes he that's, pushes it off. That's, that's the extent of my <laughs> mechanical ability. Look at I know how to yeah. work a garage door. Yeah. So, uh, again, Firehouse Doors expanding their team. Uh, starts $20 an hour. And if you'd like to know more, you can email them, firehousedoor at yahoo.com, or text or call 810-599-7480. And tomorrow, by the way, on the show, we'll be drawing out our next... TPC FL, I had to think about it. <laughs> for life. <laughs> for life card. Do you want me to write that yeah. down? You get a free TPC garage FL. door inspection, and then you get the TPC FL card. 10% off for life on all garage door uh, services and products. So we'll be doing that drawing tomorrow right here on the show. Monday Night Trivia from last right. night. Those Thanks. who checked in, Thanks. nearly 60% of us will do this when we eat today or on any given yeah. day. That's MNT. And that, isn't that what I say? Yeah. MNT. Yeah. MNT. M <laughs> I didn't want to add any other letters. MNT. MNT. I like MNT. Mm. <laughs> like lemon tea. It, but it's MNT. It helps you sleep. All right. So, our, <laughs> some of the answers 60% of people do this when they eat today. Yeah. Ann said, use a microwave. Debbie said, overeat. Yeah. That's about 98%, I'm guessing. Sandy checked in with yeah. be on their phone. Yeah. Don't you hate it? When you know somebody's eating while you're talking to them on the phone. Uh, drive will be in their car. Right. Um, read the ingredients first. I think that's kind of a... Um, you do that in the store, maybe. Yeah. But, well, let's see. What am I eating? Oh, yeah. might not want to eat that. Yeah. Overeat was, uh, yeah, as you said... <laughs> use uh, a fork. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are some meals where I do not use a fork. If well, I'm eating a sandwich... If okay, good, good you know, point. I'm not, yeah. I'm not eating my cereal with a fork. Suzanne says wash their hands. Well, we hope so. And I think she's being very generous. Yeah. Uh, watch TV, that's probably more uh, than 60%. Need a toothpick. <laughs> I need a toothpick after every meal. Uh, chew with their mouth open, burp, hiccup, burp again. Oh, wow. Uh, they are hanging out my house last night, huh? <laughs> the answer yeah. was use paper plates. Yeah. Yeah. 60%. At least one. 
once a day or every day on a daily basis? I, I think, we, well, if it's a to-go order, I guess you could count that. And I think same. we use paper plates more in the summer. Yeah. Not that we're outside necessarily more, but it's just, hey, I don't know what it is. is. Yeah, because, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't there's many times like, ah, this is a paper plate night. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a run dishwasher. I deal them like cards. Too. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. There's your plate. <laughs> There's your napkin There's and your, your fork. Eat, Go leave me alone. <laughs> All right, so 60% use a paper plate. Yeah, we'll have another uh, trivia question coming up tonight for TNT. Uh, coming up tomorrow morning, by the way, after the podcast, yes. we will be on the course. The golf course, yes. Of course we're on the course. We have Mike and Hole, uh, Mike and John got it going on, sponsored. Yes. Hole for tomorrow's big outing. Yeah, the Kensington Valley uh, competition at the Links of Novi. We're not going to golf. No. But it we, was for everyone's safety. But there is the Chuck a Hole contest yes. that's uh, going to precede the shotgun start. And uh, whoever gets their ball closest to the hole. Gets their, an interview with Mike and John here on their the prize. Is, <laughs> <laughs> they get a, time with us. They, they, well, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, <clears throat> many people on there, businessmen or otherwise. Even if you're not, this will be a chance to come on the podcast. Business people, tell us your story. You're right. Sorry, uh, but even if they don't want to promote a business, you can just come on and you can talk about your aunt Myrtle. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have an aunt Myrtle, you can make up an make, aunt make Myrtle. Make up one. I All right, create an a Myrtle. Uh, two cent history lesson before we get to Uncle Bill and School of the Fools. How about that? Yes, I'll learn a little something today. It's, it's about the, time. Today's the first day of summer, and you know what's coming oh, up? Oh God, July you're right. Tonight. It is twenty first. Our summer splash bash. Oh yeah, yeah. Our summer splash party at the historic Howl Theater. We'll be showing the movie Splash. We're making history with the beloved Tom Hanks. And the biggest thing is that it's free. Yeah, free, free, free. movie. Come on down. The first one hundred people. Yeah. We'll get Mike and John wearables, and you'll get a TPC FL card. We're giving away those two. Yeah, we're giving on away top first hundred people. Wow! Get a free T-shirt <clears throat> and a TPC FL card. Then you see the movie. You free. get to go see the movie, and we're going to do giveaways with Cooper and Pinkley Jewelers. That's right. Afterwards, everyone that's there will have a chance to win uh, some beautiful uh, jewelry from Cooper and Pinkley Jewelers. We'll yeah. do the raffles at the end of the movie. You know what they say, John. What do they say? There ain't no summertime splash party like a Mike and John got it going on splash party. Who, who this are they? is the biggest summer party oh. in Livingston County. Yeah. And you can be a part of it for free. It is free. Do we mention yeah. that it's free? It, it costs nothing. No. If you want to buy popcorn, beverages, yeah. well, you're going to go see a movie. If you want to get a Zag Nut. While <laughs> Zag Nuts, <laughs> while the show's I'll going, Tyler, I don't Do you know, Zag Nuts, uh, Jujubees, <laughs> Snow Caps. Yeah, oh, he's got Snow Caps. Got Snow Caps. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had a Snow Cap since I was like five. So, <laughs> when, when did you have Licorice? a Zag Nut last time? I, I've never eaten a Zag Nut, and I'm not ever eating a Zag Nut. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> What is in a Zagnut? A Zagnut, it just doesn't... It's one of those... Uh, well, obviously, it's, it's got nuts. It sounds like a fall you know, uh, <laughs> We're not so, a, No Zagnut for you. Uh, What's in a Zagnut? It's, uh, it's a... Uh, is there any uh, nougat uh, in a Zagnut? It's got coconut. Oh. A crunchy peanut butter center no. surrounded by toasted coconut flakes. No, I'm not saying... As much yeah, as I, I love coconut... No, I kind of want one. I'm, I'm, I want a Zagnut. All right. All right. First day of summer today. <laughs> Let's check with that. <laughs> zag Hopefully nuts. Do you have zag, zag nuts? nuts? <laughs> it could be a bring your own zag nut. Maybe night. we'll give away free zag nuts too. <laughs> you get a zag nut. You get a zag nut. We'll do a zag nut toss. Okay. Go skateboarding day today. It's also National Dog Party Day. Have a party with your dog. Mm. 
have treats. Peaches and cream day. Not peaches and herb. No, no. peaches and cream. Peaches and cream. You know what you, you know what the the deal is with peaches and cream? The cream covers up the peaches. Mm. Uh, it's also I mean, you're just pouring milk on peaches. I mean, I know it's cream. But... Uh, maybe whipped cream. Yeah. And a little cool whip. Okay, that's different. That would be different. Right. It's World Handshake Day. Develop a secret handshake. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> you just ruined everything. World Music Day. Appreciate the music of the world, and it's National Selfie Day. We do a selfie every show. Yes, we do. Yeah. I was on this day in 1893. 1893. The first Ferris wheel debuted in 1893 at the Columbian Exposition in Chicago. Mm. They called it Ferris. Bueller. (laughs) It was a Ferris Bueller wheel. 1907, E.W. Scripps. You should know this. E.W. Scripps. No? I'm saving it so you can tell everyone else. Founded the United Press Ah, News Service. UPI. Yes. E.W. Scripps. United Press International. Nice job. Thank you. Georgia Broadwick in 1913 became the first woman to parachute from an airplane. Was she wearing a dress? (laughs) <laughs> really? That's where you go with that? You instantly go to, is she wearing a well, dress? All right. Let's, let's, here. No, let's you, look at the time. What kind of a perv are you? Are you down on the ground going, hey? <laughs> well, think about the In time. what year? What year? 1913. Okay. So she's wearing bloomers anyway. How do you know? Well, it's 1913. Georgia Bro- Broadwick. Okay. <laughs> I got it. Because women in, okay. in that day and age usually wore dresses. Probably long. Don't want to show off any knee or anything. It's 1913. I want horn dogs. T- uh, tiny Georgia and Tiny Thompson Broadwick. Or, wow. Or Georgia Broadwick. Uh, let's see here. First woman to parachute from an airplane. Okay. So, uh, all right. Well, here's Georgia Tiny Broadwick. Yeah. Here. See, the, she's wearing a dress. Yeah, she is wearing a dress. Look at that. Okay. It was like a mini parachute. Well, the parachute's full size. Well, yeah. It would be like a double parachute. Right. But here you are. <laughs> so This is the first thing you're concerned about, though, you wearing a dress. <laughs> I wasn't really concerned about it. <laughs> Where are we at? 1948. Columbia Very Records. sexist. Did you wonder if the first man was wearing a dress? I wonder could if, have been. I wonder if the first man who wore a dress when he jumped out of a plane. <laughs> there, there could have been a first guy in a I'm dress. I'm just saying, right. Maybe it was Klinger on MASH. I don't know. 1948. There was an episode <laughs> where Klinger <laughs> flew with the wings and now came everywhere. Columbia Records in 1948 committed to the 33 and a third RPM record, making plans to phase out the old 78s. We're not have none of those 78s. Oh, we're going to do the 33 and a third. Mm-hmm. And we're going to come up with the 45, make a small version. The Supreme Court in 1989 ruled that it was legal, was a legal form of free speech to burn the American flag. I don't ever plan on doing well, that. Well, no. I like to say other things, but that wasn't on my list of things to do. 1994, George Michael, former member of the 80s band or wham. duo, wham! You got to say it like that because they have an exclamation point. They do. After their name. So it's not just, oh, that's wham. It's wham. Wake me up before I go-go. They lost a legal battle. George uh, lost a legal battle with his recording company, Sony, 
and went on strike as a result. I'm George Michael, and I'm on strike. That's what he said. Right. He said, I'm not going to shave yeah. strategically for four days. <laughs> no, trim it out and look good. And finally, uh, 2000 on this date, Karen McNeil, 39 years old. Karen. Karen, who claimed to be, she was the wife of Axl Rose from Guns N' Roses, mm. in that uh, she had communicated it with him telepathically, was jailed for one year mm. for stalking the singer. I see. Wait, telepathically. No. Was she actually married to him? She claimed she was. Oh, claimed she was. She telepathically okay. Got it now. Got it. I understand. I'm, okay. She was sending vibes. Like, I got I'm it. married I'm to you. I'm now married to you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, let me show you the honeymoon suite. <laughs> <laughs> Comes with its own little bed and an old yeah. little potty. There you go. That's nice. <laughs> that is your two cent history of lesson for today. That's a lot of history, especially Georgia, tiny Broadwick. I did not know about the nickname, so we added a little to you added to the history yeah, I do lesson. What I can. You did. Well, I, I do as little it. as I can, <laughs> just a tiny amount. How are you feeling about the history lesson for today? Are you ready? Are you ready? As I'll ever be, Uncle Bill, with his spin on trivia, Mike and John School of the Fools. Good morning. Good morning, Uncle Bill. Did we wake you up? No, no. Um, okay. I, I've been up for at least two or three minutes. Okay, here's okay, a little. Well, here's good. a little wild. All right. All right. There was a bit of a weariness in your greeting. <laughs> good morning. Oh, it's Tuesday. <laughs> Crap. Well, I, I had to get up today anyway. Uh, so. Okay. Well, thanks for coming. It, it wasn't a sleep all day day. All right. No, 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 no. no. So oh, you're welcome. Are you Are you getting ready for our big summer splash party? Uh, sure. Oh, sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Making up excuses yeah. as Just we... Just Photoshop say. me in. <laughs> It'll be great. That's what keeps you warm at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we were hoping to be blessed by your presence, yeah. but if you're busy, that's okay. I, I don't know what's going on just yeah. yet. Uh, my, my life is in constant... Turmoil, we understand. So, You're yeah. married. We yeah. get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm married with two kids that yeah. live out of town. We get it. We understand. You decide at any time, yeah. oh, what's we're coming home. So, uh, you can bring them, too. There's room. All right. We're, we're babysitting our cat. Oh, uh, cat sitting. Well, it's not our cat. It's our daughter's cat. Okay. Yeah. We're watching it right now. Now, were you given so, any rules so as to, to the, you know things you got to abide by with the cat? We're grandparents. We I was just going to say, this, is this like your grandparents now? <laughs> <laughs> Are you feeding this cat all kinds of sugar, and then you're going to hand it back to your kid? <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're loading them up on the cat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever tasted catnip? Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> All right, well, we'll go for it and then ask the question. <laughs> I haven't smoked it. I haven't no. tasted it. No. Okay. We didn't put you under oath. It's okay. <laughs> There's Uncle Bill. He's been dipping in the catnip yeah. again. All right. <laughs> so what's our topic today? Well, today uh, is time. Time. Um, today we are having, in our own household, uh, we've had the same stove and the same refrigerator since the day we moved in the house, which wow. was 28 years ago. Wow, you're, you're lucky. And we are getting a new stove and a new Ooh, refrigerator. Big Ooh. day at Uncle Bill's house. <laughs> <laughs> now, what do you had to get up? That's what I had to get up, man. So. <laughs> All right. All right, so, so here we go. Which one is longer? Which one is longer? Mine. Is it a oh. septosecond 
Or a plank. A, a steptosecond? Yep. Or a plank. P-E-P-T-O-second. Okay. Or a plank, which is a P-L-A-N-C-K. Got it. Oh, a plank yeah. with a C. Yeah. Which one is longer? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say it's the steptosecond. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with the plank with the C. You're going to walk the plank. Yeah. All right. Walking the plank. Mike, you are correct. Oh. Now, Mike, do you know what a plank is? Yeah, it's when you hold a plank. <laughs> That's a, a plank? Uh, no. It is, I, it's the a, time, it is the time it takes light to cross a proton. Oh, yeah. That is oh. how long a plank is. And it was, at one time, considered to be the shortest measurable amount of time until the zeptosecond came along Zepto. and torched it. Wow. And what, and what is the zeptosecond measure? Yeah, what does the zeptosecond uh Oh, Zepto. it's the length of time it takes light to travel, but I forget what it was. Across the Zepto? Yeah. It's some weird scientific <laughs> It's uh, the, t- the amount of time it takes the light to travel across a Led Zeppelin album. Yeah. Oh, there you yeah. go. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Very good. I like that. Yeah. Just, right. you know. All right. Wow, man. Uh, who killed the weekend? Was it Marx, Caesar, Stalin? Or Mao Zedong, who killed the weekend. I don't know, but his tunes still live on. <laughs> that Super Bowl show, uh, yeah. man, I didn't, uh, I didn't dig that, that at all. Stuff. I didn't dig that one. Uh, who killed the weekend, yeah. John? Um, I'm going to go with uh, Mao. Right. Oh, Mao killed the yeah, weekend. Yeah. Who are the others? Marx and who? Uh, yeah, Marx, Caesar, or Stalin. Oh, Stalin killed the weekend. Right. He hated the weekend. Mike, you are two for two. Oh, uh, what the what? Yeah, that's Stalin. Yeah, they, uh, Stalin changed to a six-day work week to improve everybody's productivity. Yeah. He yeah. killed the weekend, that yeah. bastard. Yeah. All right. Stalin for time. Uh, what is the oldest animal on Earth? The oldest animal on Earth. Is it a turtle, an octopus, a whale, or a shark? Turtle, octopus, whale, or shark. Yeah. Turtle, um, octopus, whale, or shark? Oldest. All right, you're leading. I'm leading? Yeah. I think it's the turtle. Okay. Mike says it's the turtle. John? I think it's a turtle, too, but if I want to have any chance a of turtle catching two. up, I have to hope that he's say wrong. It, let's say it together. Turtle, two. Turtle, two. One, turtle, two. two. Turtle, two. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say Mitch McConnell. Oh, well, you said turtle. I... Uh, <laughs> You know, could you imagine a cartoon character as, as Mitch McConnell? Yeah. It looked like you a don't have to. It journal the turtle. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say because uh, I don't I if I have any what chance. What talk on the side of his I'm mouth? Say it's an octopus. Octopus. All right. Well, John, you're wrong. No. Oh. But Mike, you're not. I'm right. not right either. What is it? The whale? Whale? Yeah. There's an Arctic whale that has been known that is measured at 210 years old. Wow. 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 Yeah, I know. Oh, I thought we were going from the beginning of time. I thought, like, turtles were... I thought that's that's why I went with turtle. Oh, okay. You know, I didn't, I didn't know that. that. You were yeah, 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 that's what he was like, thinking. From the yeah. beginning of time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I uh, thought maybe still. your answer was because of Finding Nemo. No. <laughs> that was the scientific information you had in that movie. <laughs> no, I, but I did like Touche Turtle. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. Last question. Which country has had a February 30th? 
So which country is heading February 30th? Is it Norway, Finland, Sweden, or Iceland? Hmm. Well, you're, you're leaving. I'm leaving. And not only have they had it, they've had it twice. Oh, so they don't have it every year? They just have it no, once in a they've while? Had it, they've had it twice. Oh, well, i got to go with Iceland. All right. I Mike says it's Iceland. those Icelandic people. Yes. I say it's Finland. It's those Finns. The Finns. It's the Finns. Yeah. It's the Swedes. Oh, the stupid Swedes. Swedes. Yeah. Wow. They were moving from a Gregorian calendar to some other kind of calendar. I forget. Sorry. But, uh, <laughs> well, you got a lot to keep track of with the appliances arriving well, today. I understand. I understand. <laughs> you know, you're not the only people I got to keep at. Right? So let's just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> you're just like, you're like, manage your expectations over there, all right? Yeah. <laughs> a half hour from now, this ain't happening. He's on a roll today. <laughs> and be like, what the hell are you doing down there? We got things to do. You know? <laughs> I'm talking to my friends. I'm giving them a quiz. <laughs> okay. These two dummies in a basement. <laughs> Finish up your little quiz and then get back uh, up here. Anyways, the Swedes did it in 1700. That would have been the tiebreaker. Oh, cool. uh, and then they did it again in 1712. So they've actually had two days which they designated as February 30th. So there you right. go. Well, now we so, know. Yeah, that's, that is our quiz on time. That, okay. That was a good quiz. It was a good quiz, yeah. even well, though I lost. Good. I'm glad you guys enjoyed that. <laughs> and I'll be back next week, and I don't know about July 9th, but we'll right. keep it open. Okay. Right. We're, we're just going to always remind you, not that we're nagging you, but yeah, I know. we'll just I know. make, make right. sure it's on it's top right. of mind. What are friends for? That's right. right. <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, hopefully you don't have uh, too many emotions letting go of your stove. and. Uh, and what else you get in the refrigerator? A refrigerator and a stove. Yeah. Get one of those fancy ones that makes ice and Ooh, ice delivers water. It can fill up your water. Uh, it's a refrigerator and a stove. That's, uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> a, no, All right, boys, no, calm down. We are, are anti-technology when it comes to certain things. <laughs> okay. The more stuff you have, the more things can go wrong. This is right. true. <laughs> this is the reason. Like, the, the, we have a box that keeps things cold and a box that can make them okay. hot. Okay, there you go. That's what it is. Put the hot one there and the cold one there. We're done. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck with that, Uncle Bill. We'll talk to you next week. All right. <laughs> Have a great week. All right. Bye-bye. All right. School of the Fools with Uncle Bill. A lot of fun, as, yeah. uh, as always. Uh, I think we're done for the day, aren't we? Uh, no, we're not done. Oh, we're not done. No, we are not done. Don't forget about Murphy's Family Auto. I, I would not forget about no, of Murphy's course you Family wouldn't. Auto. Schedule an appointment today, 517-552-3040. Just stopped in yesterday. Talked to uh, Dennis and uh, uh, Glenn over there at uh, Murphy's Family Auto. And uh, you know what? Basically, if you want to get quality car repair service, it's so hard to find. To find a mechanic that you trust and Murphy's Family Auto is that kind of place. Uh, I've taken my vehicles there to get fixed. My daughter's vehicle, I trust them to, to work on my daughter's vehicle, and uh, you should too. Give them a call, 517-552-3040. They're open Saturdays, 8 to 1, and if you tell them Mike and John sent you, they'll save 5% off your bill. Wait a minute, John. Hold that thought. Yes. This is the pregnant pause. <laughs> Coming up on tonight's TNT Trivia. Okay. Tuesday Night Trivia. Yeah. 
we're going to give you a chance to win a what? gift certificate. What? From Murphy's family. What? That's what we're going to do. All right, then. I just decided right here and now. All right. So we have a $50 gift certificate to Murphy's Family Auto if you correctly guess tonight's trivia. So if be, you're the first one. If you're first, you have to be the first our one. Our time checkers will be on it. Oh, God, yeah, they will. Yeah. That's we you, have a time checker? That's uh, you, right? We'll yeah, figure it out. Anyway. So that's uh, for tonight's so trivia. Pay attention to the Facebook page. And, uh, yes, you can win a $50 gift certificate to Murphy's Family Auto. Your car knows. Murphy'sFamilyAuto.com. All right. I kicked your butt and uh, scored the full well, slide. No, no. Did you even get one right? No. Wow. It's okay. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that a lot. <laughs> Mike and John. Tune in next time and giggle. Oh, we'll giggle on. What kind of appliances? What brand do you think Uncle Bill's getting? Is there generic stoves? <laughs> <laughs> so. Like KitchenAid or the offshoot of that? <laughs>